Yo, 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 what's happening? Welcome to Grown Man Niche Podcast. I am Mike Jane with me. It's the Beige Rage at its finest, Bowtie Fresh. What's going down with y'all? Oh, man, what's going on, Jesse? You know, speaking of Beige, speaking of Beige Rage, man, let's get into it, man. Yo, Chris Rock made the joke about Jesse talking about you. <laughs> the joke he made. Yeah, waste of light skin. Waste of light skin and curly hair. He said, my curl be out of here. Nigga, I thought that was genius, man. I was rolling. Shit, I, I'm sitting here trying to figure out. Okay, who who Chris Rock needs to put me in touch with some of these because I we ain't gonna waste my light skin and curly <laughs> hair. Hey, put me on, Chris Rock. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, well, hey you was talking in the group chat. What you say? Somebody you say you look like Marlon Wayans. Oh no, no, that was that, that was our guy, Mike Jack. Uh, no man, <laughs> oh, I, damn, he don't hey, look nothing like Marlon Wayans. That's what I said, man. He don't look, he don't look shit like Marlon Wayans. Nah, man. <laughs> Four different people yesterday. Yesterday, Carl said I look like John Legend. Hmm. And I'm like, is it, I'm like, there there is no resemblance except the fact that we both light skin with like mini curly froze or you know whatever you want to call it. I don't know, but there's no resemblance there at all. But the crazy thing is, like, you would assume it's individuals that that are not minorities. Man, two of them was one was a black woman and one was a black dude. And oh, the man. black dude, the black dude was like, you know how Key and Peele had like the black Republicans on yeah. their show. Man, he had on like the black Republican fit, and he had this like weird laugh when he said it. He, I mean, it was like a loud, awkward laugh, and was like, "Okay." I was like, "Nah." So I wish I had his voice and his money. He was like, "Oh, you can't sing," and I was like, "Nah." What what am I singing and shucking and jiving type nigga? What is this? That nigga sound like he thought you was cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I got, I got, I got called back on John Legend four times in one day. I'm Mm. like, "What the, what the hell? How does this happen?" Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, oh, bro. So- hey, so somebody somebody put Chris put me on hit me up with Chris Rock on Twitter or something cuz if that's all it takes to to get by in Hollywood, hey, somebody need to put your boy on. Hey, man, I, I guess I can manage you, man. You can be beige raised. You got to calm yourself down, man. But since we've been gone, man, you know, Jesse, you know, the charges got dropped. So Nigerian full force is no is no longer, man. I'm disappointed, man. So for our Nigerian <laughs> brothers and sisters, Nigerian full force. I mean, if you're Nigerian full force, and you know them niggas will swole. Do you tell? Do you tell? Do you, do you tell the world that Jesse didn't get one off on you? That would be if I'm Nigerian full force. You ain't gonna say, uh, 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 you know, Jesse got one off on me like he washed me up in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Before I allegedly put the bleach in the in the noose on him, I gotta tell my story, and then that story ain't gonna just my dog, Jesse. You didn't get nothing off, dog. I mean, you just laid there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No way I'm let Jesse say he got one off on me. So you you think Nigerian full force might start making the rounds? You know they'll end hey. up on you know to to the, the Today Show, Good Morning America, uh, Ellen. Uh, them niggas you know. ain't that. Hold on, hold on, let's get there. No, no one Nigerian full force ain't that important to be there. Nigerian, <laughs> Nigerian full force might be on Sister Circle and hella. And I'm gonna keep it, no, keep it real. Nigerian full force might hit us up on Twitter like, yo, can we come on the podcast? Like, yeah, all right, Nigerian full force. I'm gonna ask some hard hitting ass questions. I ain't gonna stop. You know what I'm saying? But uh, oh no. <laughs> might have, might have, might have a dag on a, might have a dag on a situation with your, with your girl and R. Kelly. You uh, out here asking, you out here asking the, the hard hitting question. Oh, yeah. What she said, yeah, you know, yeah, boy, like this. Nigerian full force ain't gonna run up on me, Stan. Number one, I'm had a thing on me, and number two, I, I'm blind. I got at least I'm gonna have a spray bottle of Beijing to blind somebody. You ain't gonna run up on me like, like Robert. He, he said the spray bottle of Beijing. Hey, I bet you Beijing burned the ass. I bet. I oh, bet. you know it does. Ask him. We need to get in Carlos Boozer. He's a he is a Be- he is a Beijing champ. Let me see what he said. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, bet you, I bet you if you hit up Booze on Twitter and ask that, I bet that nigga will block you or cuss you out. Of, uh, I do it threaten bodily, bodily harm. I was gonna say I could see Booze threat bodily harm on you. His beige rage would act up on him. Yeah, man. Any, Ala- any Alaskan too? Yeah. Oh yeah. He, so, he man, got something to prove. Hey man, so. <laughs> So this is, I was on Twitter the other day, and I'm just perusing because, you know, and I'll talk about it. This has been a rough week for Mike J. I mean, but I was perusing. I was like, oh, man, RIP Mr. Marcus. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, the legend? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I was just like, all right. So I was like, I mean, before I hit the group chat, let me do some Googling, right? You know, I go on the search thing, put in Mr. Marcus, and this dude was like, oh, no. I forgot the dude's name, but I'm eating this on Twitter. He's like, oh, no, not, not Tim's on the neck. 
backwards hat <laughs> like in his ass like Mr. Marcus R.I.P. to God. Man, I was wild. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dog, I, I needed that laugh after 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 this week, man. But it, that was crazy, man. So, so is it so so is it true? Is nah, Mr. He, Marcus he, he tweeted the other day that said he said he's still here. <laughs> so hey man, so what's up with all these cats? So I I saw a story that quote unquote the tech nine was was killed or dead or something like two, that. And apparently nine. it was a yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So it's not necessarily it wasn't the tech nine that everybody knows, it was this other tech nine. Yeah, this, I was like, oh that that, that really kinda that really can kinda get some things be a be a hairy situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you out here saying boys is dead. Yeah, it's one tech nine is a battle rapper. That's the one who who died. The other tech nine is from Strange Music, the one who's been doing all that independent stuff. Man, he's definitely an inspiration. But now that that's what I first thought. I was like, oh damn, tech nine died because the tech nine is like you know he's like in I think damn near fifty. But it was the other tech yeah. nine, man. But the crazy part about yeah, the other tech, me the other tech nine that died. He died the day before he was going to be brought up on charges of like child pornography and all this other stuff. So, you know, you don't, it's weird to talk about the dead in that way, but it was just like, man, did kill himself and is dying to sleep. I don't know, but that was just man. weird to hear that. So, you know, I ain't the type of person to throw shots to people who are dead. I ain't Trump, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, man. All right, man. Or them cats, them cats coming from Michael Jackson. Um, oh yeah, uh, Wade and uh, the little man. dude. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. man. <laughs> hey, before before we before we start navigating through the show, man, I def I want to give two shout outs, man. So I want to say happy birthday to my stepdad, Cap, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Cap had Cap had a birthday this week, man, and you know had, had a good had a good little time, and you know went out to dinner and all that type of stuff. But definitely a big shout out to him, man. Um, and then also a shout out to to my stepmom uh, who had her uh, first cancer surgery yesterday. Uh, it was a success. She done she done really well, and you know she is recovering strong. So you know once again, fuck cancer. Um, oh, shout hey. out to my step, step shout out to my stepmom for for her strength and uh, weathering another storm and, and and putting her other foot in cancer's ass. And we about to defeat it. So shout out to both of them for this week, man. You know it's been. A week of ups and downs for your boy, for your boy Bowtie Fresh. I also lost an aunt this week, um, so you know all, all y'all out there, just for, you know, pray for your boy Bowtie Fresh and his family. And you know, we're, we got our services are on Monday, so it's been a crazy up and down last couple of weeks for for your boy Bowtie Fresh. So uh, I, I apologize, Bowtie Fresh, kind of kind of uh, stifled the recording last week, but hopefully you guys understand with things that are going on. You know, we, Mike J and I are both human and have a lot going on. And, you know, when tragedy strikes, um, you know, we only got one family. So you got to try to, you know, take care of that first. But we back in the building. Y'all are our other family. And we appreciate all the love and support. But like I said, shout out, shout out to Cap and shout out to my stepmom, you know, for, for um, some, some milestones in their lives this week. And shout, out, shout out to Cap and your stepmom, but shout out to Cap, you know, a.k.a. Ray Ray from South Central. If you ever meet Cap, <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, is that Ray Ray from South Central? <laughs> That's not that, man. So, like I said, I always fuck cancer, man. So, like I said, this week's been tough, and we'll talk about it later in the show, man. It's just like beyond, like, the, the deal on extra, uh, extra mail and stuff I've been dealing with, with at, at my POE, but it's been crazy. Well, let's get, hey, man, I really don't have that much damn Trump news this week, man. Uh, That's know, a good thing. I, I, you know, oh, man, it, it, it's, it's revving it's revving up. You know, he just probably was on executive time. But, yo, do you see that thing he had with Joe Biden? You know, Joe Biden had that incident. The young lady said he got too close. And he, he got on there and apologized, you know, apologized a few times. Well, then Trump tweeted out a video, you know, of like, of like old Joe Biden pick on the new Joe Biden. So, you know, somebody docked it up some footage and the president of the United States, he, he tweeted this out. I'm like, yo, you ain't got nothing else better to do. Like, yo, I know you got no. executive time, but damn. I mean, you no. would think you should be like, you know, maybe making sure your hair, has, your, your toupee stays on your head or, or making sure you pay off everybody in the Mueller report and all this type of stuff. No, 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 no. This man actually <laughs> he tweets a damn video talking about Joe Biden. It's crazy, man. I just, I've, it's every week it's always something. But, you know, I don't know. I think every time we record this, it's always some damn Trump news pops up later. So I, I honestly don't have that much about Trumpito this week, man. And I, I feel damn yeah. good about it. Hey, I was gonna say a uh, shout, shout out to our boy Ray Day who gave us some some breaking news yeah. right before we got on the air. Apparently, you know, the y'all's president is gonna be in, in in my state in the NAP. 
uh, for the NRA convention. So he's gonna be in Indianapolis, Indiana for the NRA convention. So uh, his, his his punk ass partner in crime, Mike Pence, was just here yesterday. So it's kind of it's kind of getting on my damn nerves that both of these little incestual bastards are invading my damn state. But you know, I'll give them the I'll give them the uh, the, the proper welcoming. You know, as as they come into you know, I ain't trying to get picked off by yeah. no snipers or whatnot. But at the same time, uh, they will they will get the finger, the middle. <laughs> shout out! Shout out! And shout out to Anthony Davis for giving that fan the finger too. <laughs> Did you see? That? <laughs> yeah. Hey man, but yeah, yeah like I like I'm I told, not, I'm not here for them, but yeah, yeah. Not looking forward to that to that coming through my my city, but yeah, it is what it is. Can't that I can do it about it? Like I said, man, the city is gonna be like filled with like with like you know big containers of mayonnaise and and maga hats. You know, which I seen in the buttons <laughs> yesterday when I was at work. There's nothing worse than dealing with somebody with a Mac. I had to looking at you like you stupid. And I'm like, no, you're stupid. I, I have two degrees. You have nothing. <laughs> but, you know, this is that. All right, man. So let's get to the Mayo, man. So Botox sent me this, man. So there's a Six Flags in Texas. They, they didn't hire yeah, two man. young brothers, man. Botox, tell everybody about the two young brothers, man. Yeah, man. So, so as my J said, pretty much Six Flags denied the, these two young brothers' employment. Uh, because of their hair, uh, because of their hairstyle. So one brother, <clears throat> one young man had dreads, uh, but he, it wasn't like, you know, like they were unkept or anything like that. Very well maintained, kept dreads from, from the pictures that they showed or whatnot. And, and I mean, it wasn't like it was like down to his ankles or anything. And even if it was, that's no reason to, to, to uh, decline somebody, you know, the opportunity to work. Uh, but the other young man, he he all he had was his hair uh, kind of like pulled back into a ponytail. It, it was down probably to like the middle of his back or whatnot. But you know, it, it wasn't dreaded or anything like that. It was just like in a ponytail. So it's like crazy to me that someone, individuals who are neat, clean, you know, seem are, are presentable. They presented themselves, you know, as as young professional young men at these interviews, and just because of their hair, they are unable to be employed by Six Flags. Number two. What the fuck are people at Six Flags doing besides starting and stopping the damn rides? Yeah. It's not like you know what I mean. It, it, it shouldn't come down to that. And I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not putting you know uh, making one job more important than the other or anything like that. But if they're saying that you can't work there because of your hair, I mean, you, it's not like you're really doing anything crazy that's going to be like, oh, you know, your hair is going to cause an issue. What their hair going to get caught in the machine or something? And if that's the case, they know the risks. They can put their hair up in a hat or you know whatever the case may be. So you know, Six Flags, you kind of, you kind of lost a little bit on me. I wasn't a big Six Flags person anyway, but y'all kind of lost me on that one a little bit. Now I'm not gonna be, you know, all in the cancel culture and cancel Six Flags and all that. That's that's not who Bowtie Fresh is. But I am I am gonna kind of take a second look at you know look at Six Flags and kind of like eh, I don't, I don't know if they're really here for for the people or whatnot. You know, just just left a bad taste in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no doubt, man. I definitely, uh, I felt the same way, man. It's just like, I mean, you know, like you do, you know, you, ah, sorry, to get on your points. Now I can see they were like food jobs or something like that, but but, but homie with the ponytail, hell, I was jealous. I'm like, damn, I'm, I didn't turn 37. Hell, I wish I could have <laughs> a ponytail, a hoop earring, a silk shirt, and some slacks. You know, I'd be li- I'd be living a life. Be like, you know, my man on the end of the Temptation movie who had the ponytail. I wish I could have a long ponytail like that, man. But uh, obviously, I can't get, I can't get the long ponytail but it is it makes you think like damn what what other type of discriminatory ways you looking not to hire young right. young, young people of color so six flags I man right. y'all don't get the twizzler because you know y'all just get a lot of damn mayo so it's just yeah yeah i'm gonna be like i don't have to go to six flags it's not like i'm saying cancel it's more like eh, if it's a choice yeah. this is somewhere else i'll probably hey, let's just go somewhere else because you know hey, I'm, I'm hey i'm cedar point all the way yeah, yeah i'm a cedar point fan so you know cedar point and and, and a lot of people don't realize you know and it's probably just because of my my geographic location or whatnot but that kentucky kingdom ain't bad either man so you know yeah. since y'all I'm, i might you know y- y'all might not be the first option let's just say that hey, but hey man i want i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to, to to put a little funny out there we talked about this in, in our group chat um but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some mayo to the people who make the mayo. I'm giving it right back to them, man. Oh. I'm giving it. To, I'm giving a Heinz, <laughs> the Heinz, the Heinz organization the damn mayo, man. We talked about this in the in the uh, in the group chat, man. But they have Ray come Chuck. out with something known as Cranch. Cranch, okay. Yeah. I thought it was Rachel. What was the la- what was the last uh, one? They- I can remember what the last one was. Mayo Chuck, Chuck or something Chuck. like that. Yeah, Mayo Chuck. Yeah, but they, they they have officially come out with Cranch, and for those who don't know, that is a ketchup ranch mixture. 
So y'all will probably start seeing that on your shelves, you know, in your local grocery store, wherever you shop at, uh, coming soon from Heinz. So, you know, I, I know people like ranch and mayo and all that, but when you start going in with the serious combos and when I saw it on Twitter, I thought it was kind of funny. And then I started looking at the comments because a lot of times the comments really make the post. Yeah. I started looking at the comments and a lot of people were like, oh my goodness. But to see the full support that people were giving Cranch. Hey, I mean, people were giving Cranch this, this support like, like they gave Trump. Like they, you know what I mean? It was just it's like. It's in their damn bodies and souls, man. Like but, I told y'all here's, Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, here's the thing though, bro. Like, it wasn't all our Caucasian brother and sister. It was, it was, it was a lot of minorities on there talking about, oh yeah, y'all don't mix Man, that, whatever, dog. That's People were talking about they were, they were talking about different bots. French fries. <laughs> he said Russian bots. That's People Russian. He was talking about bots, different man. French fries and all kinds of stuff in the crunch, man. So apparently, the the, the crunch combo is going to be a big seller. So I, I'm. I'm I'm shooting it back at Heinz this week, man. Heinz, y'all going to get y'all's own crunchy mayo right back at you. Hey, man. But also, one more thing in the mayo. You know, we talked to our last show. We talked about that college admission scandal. Man, why was the damn uh, our Caucasian brothers and sisters having Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Uncle Becky, Aunt Becky from Full House, sign autographs as she was going in the court? Oh, man. Like, I didn't uh, see that. <laughs> so, you, so you wanted someone who committed fraud? And it's not even a fraud about trying to pay to get the kid in. The fraud that she was using saying that money allegedly was from uh, was supposed to be from a tax-exempt organizations, like, you know, you know, you know, stuff to help people. But then she's out mm-hmm. here using it to, you know, to fund her her child that can't cut it at USC. But then you out here trying right. to sign autographs. But then if it's somebody that gets picked up for a thousand for something like the smallest of crimes, you want people to, to get the book thrown at them, man. So it's it's crazy, man. It's just that it's that privilege that equals the mayo. So that's why we always talk about the mayo. But the cranch stuff is just, it's a lot of Russian bots out here. I refuse our people. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's rolling like that. And I'm not one of people who's like, oh, I don't like man. It's not like. I mean, I like potato salad. I like, you know, oh, things. I, I can't, I can't stand mayonnaise. I mean, like, I mean, literally, like, literally. Those who know both Thai fresh, I cannot stand yeah, mayonnaise. I can't like, stand it's, it's, it's not like one of those things. Is like I'm like, yo, let me get the mayo. But she's like, somebody's like, oh, I got some potato salad and mustard. The other kind's cool. I like a deviled egg. You know, I ain't tripping, but it ain't like I ain't. It ain't, it ain't my. It ain't my go-to condiment. Put it like that. It ain't like how yeah. when I was in the uh, at McDonald's that time. Like, can I have a little bit more little mayo on my sandwich? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she got a, she got mayo on a quarter pounder, bro. Ew. It's like, all right, that's trifling. <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, whatever, Yuck. whatever. But uh, that's this, this is you know, like I said, man, a lot of Russian bots with people of color. But man, I want to get to the Twizzler, man. This is something that's crazy. This goes out to Brian Reney. So years ago, there was a young man. He, uh, I think he was in Ohio. He's like six years old, went missing. So this cat, Brian Reney, goes there and says that he's the missing kid. So they do a DNA test, and of course, it's not him. What type of social? What kind of what kind of idiot? <laughs> Dog. So it's this. I'm gonna give him. I'm both. High, I'm gonna let you give the Twizzler. Why you would you? Why? I mean, I got questions. Oh, like, why, what, what would even possess you to even do something like that? All like, I read was he had. Well, like, where where would that come from? But I'm thinking like, yo, of all things, like, yo, I'm, I'm you know, they ain't, like they ain't gonna know it's you. Even so even they hadn't seen you like eight years or something like that. You know, your family gonna know. Like, mm, it, you know. Right. Something so, right. Yeah, man. But, but, I mean, but even even yeah, and still like was he, I'm like, I'm wondering what he was he hoping to kind of you know like he, if he had a criminal record to get it you know, like sponge or start a new life or something like that like I mean you you went through a whole lot of trouble to do this shit like yeah. and it was dumb as hell. <laughs> So according, I'm looking at CBS, CBS News. This is where I found the story. The kid was from LA. Timothy Pitson was the original kid. He disappeared like eight years ago. He's from Illinois. And next thing you know, he, this, this guy was found in Newport, Kentucky, which, you know, it's a nice little far away. It was saying that he was, he had, he was a missing kid that he, had, uh, that he had gone missing in 2011. And he had escaped his kidnappers. Because they go back further on the story, the kid that's missing, his mother was found dead and he was found missing. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. So you that's did even, all that's right. even more vile. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> so, and, and rent and the guy who was getting the Twizzler, and we're not giving him a Twizzler because he has a, a criminal record. That's that's not how we roll. But it's just more like, oh, you, nah, just, he get, you get, he getting the Twizzler just because you was a dumb man yeah. to do some stuff like that. You mess with that daggone family, you know, they, 
they thinking, oh man, maybe this is our love one or whatnot. Here you go with this bullshit. Yeah, uh, like, and like, and like, how did you, and how did you even like go? What type of research were you doing? Like, oh, I am him. Like, that's just right. That's his weirdo behavior, man. So, both like, go ahead and give Mr. Randy the Twizzler. He's gonna, he's just gonna get that basic worthless, stale bullshit ass Twizzler. That's what he can get. Like, you don't even deserve any any fancy Twizzler that we could give out. You just get that basic, stale-ass Twizzler. Like, the one you're going to get when you're yeah. in the damn clink. I don't know if charges are being filed, but, I mean, hell, that's that's just that's just damn trifling. You got to be a true sociopath with some stuff like that. Hey, let me ask you this, and we can get in and get into it. Like, uh, it's, it's one Twizzler I want to ask you about and something else I want to pop up later on the show to kind of break it up. So, let me see. Did you hear that stuff going on with, uh, listen, with August Alcina? Oh yeah, August Alcina uh, allegedly coming out talking about him and Jada Pinkett Smith had an affair. As a man, bro, if you trying to, I mean, did you, did you get August the Twizzler? Because I want to hear you. Because we haven't talked about this and it wasn't on the outline, but I'm I'm just curious your your thoughts. Uh, do I give him the Twizzler? Uh, I don't know. Like I, I I think I mean I guess like you could give him a Twizzler for trying to you know clout chase. He just came out with a new album and. You know, maybe this was something he hadn't been in the, in the in the news or you know anywhere in a little while. So maybe this was something to try to get a little bit of push or pub. So I could probably give him a Twizzler for cloud chasing. But I mean, eh, I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't really think. I didn't really think much of it just because of all the things that you've heard previously. Again, allegedly, I don't know if any of it's true or not. But just uh, with Jada and Will and their marriage and relationship and having open marriages and you know, being allowed to do different stuff. To me, it wasn't news. It was like, oh, okay, this was probably just somebody that, you know, she fucked in their open relationship. You know what I mean? I didn't think much of it. Eh. I mean, to me, I mean, I guess you could say he's kind of snitching or, you know, being a hoe for, for coming out and breaking man code, and, you know, all that type of stuff. I mean, I guess I, I didn't think much of it. I, I will know. say, I, I will say that I did listen to his album, though, and it is pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, I give him that. I'm pretty, I'm I pretty dope. Hey, I, I guess he got that inspiration, man. I guess he watched. Uh, what's well, not set it off? What's the movie when uh, a nigga from New Jack City was knocking off Jada Pinkett on the damn Jason's lyric? And then, Jason's lyric. And then, uh, Jason's <laughs> lyric and went back to the caveats of his mind and went and went crazy. I don't know. I just thought it was like sucker like behavior, man. And this week the internet had a lot of sucker like behaviors. I guess I don't tolerate it. A you know, lot. Like, a lot I mean, of like you know, behavior. like giving like the twist. It was more like even even if you did was hitting it on the low, bro. You messing up for you messing up for yourself because if you was hitting it, you ain't now. You really ain't gonna be able to hit it. Even if her and Will allegedly right. have a relationship, right? He ain't gonna be like, right. oh, who will be like, who was you with? I was with some A list Hollywood star. Who was you with? August Alcina. Bitch, are you out your motherfucking <laughs> mind? You done fucked the nigga who ain't had a hit in five years. Next thing you know, you gonna say you you gonna fuck Lloyd. You know what I'm saying? This. Oh like, damn! I'm just saying, man, like, Lloyd's, new, Lloyd's new work was pretty solid too, bro. <laughs> solid, nigga. I'm talking about, you know, nigga. I'm at the red table. We got a show on Facebook, and we're jumping out of damn planes. If you gonna, if we're gonna have an open relationship, damn, don't have, don't bring no damn August Alcina up in here. You better bring. I yeah. would say, I would say, bring Usher, but you don't know. You might not want to come after that allegedly. Oh, you might. Uh, uh -oh. I, I don't know, though. You might, might, you might, you might, might have just, a little, might have a little something left behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they say on girlfriends, your your boyfriend had a little something left on the paintbrush. <laughs> Damn. Hey, allegedly. Yeah, you ever? Yeah, yeah allegedly. I know. You ever see somebody got a mole on their face? I see who are Caucasian, look like an old, old, uh, just like a piece of sausage on a pizza, like. So <laughs> <laughs> <a> man, random. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just talking about that's how that's how the herpes stuff. Oh yeah. About. No. Like yeah, I haven't seen people like that. It's, it's mad nasty. Yikes. When we had a lady at a place, other place I used to work at, and she like number one, just kind of this damn hair, these damn bumps, she start pop up like every six months, and they be like, damn, she, somebody made a mistake in life, and I was dying every time I damn. saw her, like, come up with this butt, you know, pop out, man. So that's crazy, man. But shout out, shout out to people with STDs, you know. There's a lot of stuff y'all get taken care of, and give yourself a hug, and one day love will find you. Hey man, so uh <laughs> he said one day love will find you. <laughs> <laughs> hey Damn. man, so you know, it's our March Madness thing going on, so we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. So like I said before, the winner, I will I will hit you up. I will send you you send me your address and your size, I will send you a grown man's t shirt that no one has seen. I haven't even made it yet. I mean I've created, but I haven't even I don't even have one. So definitely out there. So final four time dog, who you got? Auburn or Virginia? Um, 
just because just of the wave they've been riding, I'm going to go with Auburn, man. They've been right. playing some good-ass basketball, so I'm going to roll with them. I, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I was a little salty that you know Auburn ran my Tar Heels off the damn court. But them, them cats hit like eleven threes in the second half. I mean, and then I, you can't do nothing yeah. about that. It was busting them threes, and I don't like the way Virginia plays. I don't like that slow down type of basketball where you walking it up and you you winning like fifty three to forty nine. To me, that's like high school. But uh, yeah, who, who you got? Texas Tech, Michigan State. Uh, I'm rolling with Texas Tech. I was telling people about Texas Tech even before the tournament started just to watch out for them. So I'm going to go with Texas oh, Tech. Oh, man, the homie cat going to want to cut you. you know, yeah, she, she is. She's she, she going to come for me on Twitter, yeah, I know. She is. She is. <laughs> she is. Michigan State to the core, man. So who you, so you got yeah. Auburn and Texas. Who you got for your winner? I got Auburn winning it, man. All right. I got Auburn winning I'm going to take Auburn winning it, and I'm going I'm to <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I'm going to go 85-83. No, I'm going to go 85-80. 8580 Auburn. All right, man. So like I said, after next week's show, uh we you know, we'll sit back, we will announce the winner and as soon as I you know, I got a busy week next week, but I will definitely will send you a shirt off at ASAP and you will you will have it and hopefully you represent the brand. All right, man. So I was reading something on the NBA the other day, man. They was talking about these rumors of K D going to Knicks is a done deal. Do you think K D can handle the media scrutiny in New York? See that that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like I think he could go to the Knicks and thrive. I actually don't I, I don't I don't mind the Knicks roster that they have. They've got they've got a solid little, you know, little roster. Oh, 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 um, oh, oh, oh. You speaking of somebody whose team's won like nineteen and twenty two games, right? So of course you Oh, here we go. Y'all in the same boat. <laughs> Misery loves company. That's like a dude who loves fat women and a five hundred pounder come up. Shoot, I don't mind. Like guess not, nigga. You got a fat bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so of course you don't mind a team's like fifteen it won like fifteen this games guy. on a standard roster. But continue. This guy. We're not, we're not going to talk about your team and when they were supposed to be championship material still being substandard. We're not going to talk about it. And our fault that we had to whoop some fans' ass. Uh, we, ain't under, had, we, ain't, we didn't have the NBA cheating for us either. <laughs> or the nigga get caught wow. for gambling and, and, and disappear for 18 months and black-ass, yellow-ass come back. Come back. <laughs> nigga, you don't get your patent leather skin ass up out of here, nigga. What am I thinking about you? Go ahead and take the on the jeans and get the fuck up out of here. Mike. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, do you think KD can handle it, man? I don't know. I don't think KD can handle the the, the media scrutiny. I really don't. I mean, he, you could say that he's oh he's you know has some media scrutiny. You know, when he you know was a turncoat and went to the Warriors and you know blah blah. blah. You could say all that type of stuff. But it's it's a different level when you playing in New York and when you playing in LA. But when you playing in New York, man, that's a different level. You know, there, there's there's expectations, and you know what I'm saying. Even even if he comes there with as talented as he is, as great of a player as he is, when he gets there, they're going to immediately expect winning. And you know, if that doesn't happen, or if he has a piss poor attitude, or you know, if he goes Albert Haynesworth and gets the money and just is like, eh, you know, I'm here, you know, whatever the case may be, it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna follow him. It's gonna be hell. Um, and I don't I don't know if he's ready for that. I don't know if he can handle that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, like basketball wise, hell yeah, he, he's a baller. I mean, you can't take nothing away from him on the court. And then you got, you got, you know, you got a young Kevin Knox there. Uh, DSJ is there. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I think Moutier is a solid little point guard. You know, De, DeAndre Jordan is kind of on the end of, you know, maybe the end of his career. You know what I'm saying? Not quite at his peak anymore, but still serviceable. Like they, they got a decent little squad they could put around him. Now I'm sure that they would probably go after another high profile guy to team with him, but. It'll still be – it'll be his team. I don't care who you put with him. You put Kyrie there or, you know, even if you put Kawhi there or whatever, that's going to be Durant's team, period. So, I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know if he's ready for that, in my opinion. What about you? Oh, uh, man, I think, like, the media – because that's just – it's a lot of extra stuff to put on him. And, like, he'd be, like, going back and forth now. Golden State, you know, even though the Bears is a huge market, man, but like you said, that every day. And it's not even the national people. It's the beat reporters that would be on you. Every yeah. single day, he would have to have like another A-list star, and then they'd have to get a high lottery pick. I mean, I think they have a good coach. I think Fisdale's a good coach, but I, I think yeah, it, yeah, it, I would be, it would be a lot. It would be better for him to honestly go to Brooklyn because they got a better team. 
but uh, the Knicks. But the thing is, I think KD will really be able to show what he could do with the Knicks because I think the fact that Golden State, he plays within the system, and Westbrook, you know, he was – you know, he, when he played with Westbrook, Westbrook handled the ball more. I think if KD, his next team is going – I think he really wants to show how really great he is. I mean, he's already one of the greatest players ever. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about, like, oh, yeah. handling the ball and stuff like that. He easily could put, like, a 35-5 and five season up easily. Oh, yeah. This is how, this is how good, how good I, he is. I agree. He's a hell of a damn baller. Yeah, so I think that would be the next level. Like, oh, you really see how good KD is. But I don't know if that I don't know if that Knicks hassle is worth it, man. And then the fact of, you know, of course you're going to get the money regardless. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he goes to the Knicks, man. So, you know, I don't know. I just thought, when I thought, saw that, I was like, oh, man. Because I didn't really want to get too much into playoff stuff because you're still like four games left. But we can talk about your. Uh, we can talk about lottery teams and stuff like that. So what's like y'all? What's you know? What's, the, what y'all, what's y'all next thing for success, man? I, I see y'all got the yeah. Y'all got the sheriff coach, man. So what's the next step? So they got some niggas I ain't even heard of the Bulls. And yeah, that was my, on Twitter, my. like Walter Lemon Jr. He's like he's representing his city. Yeah. I said, what city is that from? I thought I seen that nigga at FedEx. <laughs> and I ain't even. Yeah, I ain't shitting on FedEx. I'm, I don't know who the Bulls. These Bulls guys are. Yeah, my 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 bulls my bulls team. It, it starts in the in the front office, and you know, it, y'all have heard me say it before. Gar and Pack got to go. Them, them two idiots are, are just they are just as much of a shit show as the president of the United States. I mean, it's it's from the top down. Um, they they will say, oh, you know, we're not tanking. It's trying to trying to win games. Blah blah. Now that's bullshit. You put guys out there that again, like Mike Jack, uh, Mike Mike J just said, we was. Seeing that FedEx were at the cell, local cell phone kiosk the other yeah. day, they out here balling. So, and um, like, like I say, all, all you can do is they're going to be a lottery pick. You know, I'm hoping that they could get one of the top three, one of the top three picks. You know, um, and then go from there. I mean, I, after Zion, you got to you got to kind of look at your roster. I mean, you gave Zach Levine a bunch of money. Dunn is actually playing well. Now you got Mark Hanen, who's 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 a hell of a damn basketball player. So you got to find a guy that's going to in in the in the draft that's going to complement some of those pieces. You know what I mean? Now Zion, that's a once in a lifetime. You just got to take him. But if you don't get that number one pick, then you got to really start to look at okay, who who can we get that's going to that go with this talent? Because I haven't really seen it. We picked up uh, I can't even remember his damn name from Duke last year. Who plays at the same exact position as Lori Markanen and does a lot of the same things as Lori Markanen, but just not as good. So I mean, you got you got this guy that you're like, ah, you know, we could try to play him at the, you know, stretch four and Markanen at the five, or we could play him at the three and Markanen at the four. It just don't work. He doesn't have that skill set. He's just kind of been, you know, a typical Duke quote unquote big man. So I mean, yeah, that, that to me, I think that was a waste. That was a waste to pick for me. Who was but, y'all, who was y'all gonna get? That's what I'm saying. Y'all y'all pick like ninth, right? Yeah, I mean, but here, the 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 other thing about it is, I I can't remember. I don't remember if Mo Bamba was still there, if he or if he went right before the Bulls pick. I don't remember. I, I think but he that, was already. That, I think he was already gone. So that that would have been the pick, or um, oh, I can't think of his name now. Um, crap, uh, Bridges. That would have been a good pickup. Bridges would have been a good pickup, and he was definitely still available for for the Bulls to to get picked to pick up in the draft. So he would have, I think he would have went well and complimented Levine well and Mark Hanen. Um, and he brought, and he would have ran well with Dunn too. So I, I don't know, like I said, outside of Zion, if you get the number one pick ain't there's no fucking way you don't pick Zion. But outside of that, I think you really need to look at guys that are, that are talented that can fit with your team. I think John Morant, you know, he, he, he would be a good fit. I know it would kind of, you know, take away from Dunn, you know, and I know that he's a little bit ball dominant. So, Levine doesn't work well without the ball, but to me, in my opinion, I think John Morant's a hell of a damn talent. He's he's almost at that Zion level, where it's like, man, you know, as a guy you don't pass, you know, you pass up. If you look at Barrett, if you pick up Barrett as the Bulls, do you let you know Levine run the two and Barrett run the three, you know, or vice versa? So I, I don't know. I think you just got to really look at the the guy ceiling and, and what you what you have available and what you got on your team. That's my opinion. Yeah, man. So, you know, we'll see. So we'll talk about we'll talk about more about, you know, the NBA draft and NFL draft coming up. And actually, on a random note, man, I'm going to the NFL draft in a couple of weeks, man. So Hey, that's what's up. Yeah, so definitely gonna go down there and check it out, man. So we'll be able to So share share some share some light on I know your Pacers got a big game tonight, you know. They they win, they get home court, you know, they lose, yeah. you know, they're probably gonna be playing at Boston a lot. So 
you know, I gave you, I gave y'all a big rundown on my Chicago Bulls. Let's let Mike J give some, some, some NBA. Oh man, it's, 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 it's big, it's big game, man. I'm gonna be rushing home to watch it, man. My kid got a recital tonight, so I'm gonna definitely be, you know, you know how it is, man. You got dad, no dude, you got to do all that stuff, but it's, I mean, it's, it's really nothing I can say. When you got to get home court, because I think yeah. if we can get Boston at home. Boston has more talent than us. Because the fact that we, you know, we don't have our best player. That's fine, right, whatever. Right. It's part of what it is. But I think if you get Boston down, I don't think that team necessarily likes each other. It's right. just, I think the chemistry is all, which I said earlier on our NBA preview, was like, it's one thing to be the man and then Kyrie, like, no, I'm the big homie. Them niggas looking like, man, you ain't the big homie. You LeBron little nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that's been the whole thing, the whole season in Boston. It's a team that don't like each other. If you get a team that doesn't like each other and has adversity, you can get an upstart to get them, but. You know, but the Pacers have to have home court. And they got to get the, over the injuries because I know the other night when Wes Matthews was out and uh, Tyreek Evans was in, man, he's like one for ten. I have been so disappointed yeah. with him. I mean, this is, I mean, I don't I know he's had some, been banged up a little bit and had some issues going on in his personal life. Damn. He, yeah, I, yeah. It's just, it has it not worked, man. You know, Wes Matthews has played pretty good. You know, they just happen to catch him off the of scrap heap, man. But, you know, it's just as a – as a fan, this is frustrating because, you know, the Pacers have the money, you know, to get a guy, like a, a superstar guy, but superstars, they they never really come to the – into, like, the smaller markets. Is it crazy? They, so only, come, they only come to the Midwest. So I was going to so ask you this question before we transition out, out of NBA. I got a little bit more NBA talk because oh, oh, yeah. Mike J and I both love basketball. Um, and you brought up the Pacers. You brought up the Pacers having money, and you've been able to land a guy. Um so I, my question is, I was going to ask you about Kimba Walker. Kimba Walker, in my opinion, he's a hell of a damn basketball player, but I don't know if he's a team guy that can get you to a championship. You know what I mean? So I was going to ask your opinion. Would you, would, would you want your Pacers to go after a guy like Kimba, you know, to bring him yeah. here and pair, pair him with Victor, or him and Victor too much alike? Well, I mean, I think Kimba is a guy that can he like this the late second shot clock can get you a bucket. Vic can get one too, but Kimba with that three can get you. The only thing about guys like that who rely on quickness, Kimba's what six foot, and when guys are the six foot and rely on quickness, he's twenty nine now. So you max him out at a contract, you give him a four year deal. He's thirty three, thirty four years old, and you don't know how his game is going to translate into like you know once he loses because you know he's a great player, but even guy like Chris Paul. He's like a little more stout than Kimba as far as, you know, you know, he's just a bigger stocker guy. But still, you know, you can see like, damn, CP didn't lost a step. So it'll be interesting, man. I think Kimba's, you know, he's never had to play. He's never even played with any like multiple good players being in Charlotte, man. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely he's an assassin. I wish they would have went after him in the trade deadline. But I don't know if yeah. Yellowwise is going to max him out or, you know, what, what they're going to do in Charlotte. Because it's all well and good to say, hey, you know, I'll walk away from the money. But Kimba can possibly walk away from – Eighty million dollars, and I, I don't know if I'm walking away from eighty million dollars, though. I mean, so we, so that so that being said, and, and with this with this off season, you know, kind of kind of potentially being a big one, where do you see where do you see some guys end up landing? But but more so for your squad, who type who would you like to see them go after? Either big name or, or mid level guy. Well, I think it was changed for me for the Pacers because, but uh, you know, my man has been playing is playing a lot better. Uh, was it Boban Bojanovic? Oh yeah, Bojanovic. Yeah. So he was yeah, making, yeah. Ten, making ten. Boban Greg damn near make double that. So you got to sign him because shooters are at a premium, and he can shoot the ball, and he's been playing a lot better defense, and he has been trying to get his own shot. So the money, I I didn't think because he last year he kind of he had some good games in the playoffs. He kind of flamed out, so I wasn't expecting too much anything from him this year. Uh, they're gonna have what to do y'all like, do with Sabonis? Sabonis is still he's still on his rookie deal. Oh okay, I didn't I didn't know that. He's on the rookie deal. So when it's when it comes time for Sabonis to get paid, you gotta pay him too, like you paid Miles. Because like the other night they played, I think Miles had fifteen and thirteen and Domas had something similar. Eventually you wanna get them to the point where they can actually play alongside each other, but at this it's just still gonna take some work because the spacing and everything else like that. But uh, you know, I think the Pacers is probably gonna have to resign their core and they also need I mean, people are anti-Thaddeus Young, but you got to have chemistry. You got to have a leader. Hey, man, that, and, I and like he, that, man. And, he, I mean, and, he's, and he's the leader on the team. You got, you have to have that because you see teams that don't have it, like, and it go, and again, as soon as as soon as adversity hits, they go, they go down in flames. Look, I mean, look at a team like you know, let's just all right, look at a team like the Bulls, right? And I'm not even picking on the Bulls. Just take for example, right? All this stuff happened with the coach and these cats are saying we ain't practicing and all this type of stuff. 
Yeah. We don't, I mean, they had, you know, Robin Lopez and those type of guys like, hey, we got to do this, but we don't have, like, guys that the young guys look to, to for leadership. Yeah, this is how you'll see yeah, yeah. it. Like, go. Look at Minnesota, and they had Jimmy Butler. If they had an OG player like, yo, Jimmy, we ain't, we ain't going to do this and step to Jimmy, then I think a lot of that stuff would have been alleviated. Even if you trade them, just like it'll out of that drama be alleviated. But you got to have somebody who sets the tone as far as work ethic and everything else and people who respect and they listen to. And the guy gives respect back. So, you know, if the Pacers re-signed Bohan and, and, uh, and, and Young, I wouldn't be upset. Just, you know, maybe I wouldn't re-sign like Corey Joseph or, 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 uh, or Collison. One of them have to go. But yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting to see, man. But back to, like, looking at the NBA in general, I don't. I think this is gonna be a big off season, man. Cause I'm. I'm curious to see if a guy like Kawhi doesn't. You know, if he decides to. If he decides to move on, does he stay in Toronto? And a team like the Clippers, who have all all this money, and the Lakers, who have money for a max guy, like battling each other. Because I couldn't see turning down playing for the Lakers, but I think now the Clippers are you know better coach and they had the better organizational structure. But mm-hmm. it's still the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't right, imagine right. And not having a chance to put on the purple and gold. I mean, it's just. I'm a big history buff, and that's like the Lakers are like are like the Yankees. You know what I mean? And so who do you so so in that in that scenario, like you said, there's a lot of talk about guys going to the Knicks. You know, you got your Durant's and all those cats out there. Do you see, or which of those guys do you see potentially going to the Lakers? Like in, in your probability, not saying we don't know, um, anymore, but your probability. Man, I don't think the guys that actually would fit. Like, the guy that would fit the best would be Clay Thompson, the guy that doesn't need the ball but can give you space and he's a two-way player. But I can't see him leading Golden State. I mean, just for why, you know. Right. I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't be – honestly, in my heart of hearts, think the Lakers are going to strike out again. If they can't trade for AD, I think they're going to strike out again. Interesting. I just – I mean, I just – I don't see I don't see it, man. I mean, they struck out before. I mean, you know, of course they got magic, and magic is charming and everything. And, you know – but I, I think I think that they're going to strike out again in free agency. That's an interesting look. And, I can if, see it happening. If I can I'm, see it happening. You know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll come out and own it. But I think the Lakers put it right here. Today is a, April today is April fourth, April fifth, April fifth. Uh, yeah, 5th. April April fifth, twenty nineteen. Mike J says the Lakers are going to strike out as far as a superstar in free agency, and they won't make the trade, and they won't be able to complete the trade unless they get like a high lottery pick to get Anthony Davis. All right. You heard it here first, man, y'all. Man. Man, y'all heard it here on. first. All right, man. So, y'all get any more M- NBA hot takes, my brother? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Yeah, man. So, I'm excited for the playoffs, man. So, I guess we can we can get in more of that once the actual season ends. We'll do, like, a little breakdown on the next pod. So, we can kind of break down the series and all that type of stuff, man. So, let me ask you this before we get into this Nipsey thing. Have you got your tickets for Infinity Wars yet? Uh, no, I, I've been speaking of striking out. I've I have struck out twice, um, but I, I keep hearing the different show, shows are being added. So I'm hoping to land um, either one, either that Thursday night or uh, sometime that Friday. I I've already uh, kind of got a tentative that if something does open up on that Friday, I I will be going. I don't care what time of day it is. I'm just gonna be out of work. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to land some tickets as as we speak, as as different shows are being added. Should I say? You know, they people, uh, I haven't got them yet. Uh, my lady, she's a handles all that type of stuff. Because, you know, if it's up to me, I'll be like, oh, man, my bad. Cause, and I'll watch it, but, you know, I'm not into it like she is and like you guys are. You know, that's when I say you guys, I'm talking about our, our grown man is, you know, our extended family. <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, I just seen people putting them tickets up on eBay and, like, somebody puts a ticket up for $15,000. I'm like, what the? Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I think eBay should be like, <laughs> don't even, like, put that up there. Like, that should be canceled. But there's there's no way. There was no way I would pay more than than, than, the, than the regular price for it. And hell, it'll be you know it probably be on the fire stick before then. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm gonna watch it, but still, I want to see it. But it's, I would <laughs> I wouldn't feel like it's, I ain't paying more than the normal price for a damn movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it'll be interesting, man. I don't three hours, dog. I fell asleep during the last Star Wars, so uh, three oh, hours. Shit. All right. It could, it, it could be four. It could be four. It'd be four and a half, five. I'm gonna be right up in that bad boy. Uh, three hours. I'm pretty much noticed. She probably knows she gonna get slobber on her shoulder because I'm gonna be out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, head, uh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna be knocked out, man. But uh, but bro, I really, you know, I mean, to me, man, talking about this Nipsey thing, this was been this, this hit me hard, bro. Like, yeah, I, man. We, a couple of times we didn't talk this week, man. You you've been you you can't let it. I shouldn't 
so you can't let it go, but it's, it's been on your mind, man. I, I could tell because you know you have you have been uh, a little different. I'll say that you've been a little different in conversations and, and just the nature of the conversation we've had, you know, surrounding this topic. But I'm gonna let you shine. This this is this is your moment. Yeah, because you know, for me, it's just like I remember I was I had just yelled that Duke lost. Yeah, I hate everybody who knows me and knows I hate Duke. And then I seen my homeboy Fife. Shout out to Fife. Hope you're enjoying the merch. He had you know, retweeted Nipsey talking about it's good to have strong enemies. And then, like, literally, like, two minutes later, I'm just scrolling up, and I see another somebody whose podcast I listened to on the ad podcast said, oh, man, I hope this Nipsey stuff ain't true. And she's like, we can't lose him. And I was like, oh, man, Nipsey got shot? Then I said, TMZ, you know, he said he got gunned down, right? I was like, oh, but this is before they made it official that he, was, that he had passed away. And I, it affected me in a few ways, man. And I guess for me, going back to it, I was 14 when when Tupac died, and I was 14 when Biggie died, right? So it was it was a difference. I was like, man, they dead. But you know, you know, we was kids. But now, yeah. as a 33 year old man, I was upset when Pimp C died. I remember calling all my friends, like, "Yo, man, Pimp C is dead." I remember that. I remember that. I remember coming home from therapy. You know, I had hurt my shoulder, and I called. I called Bowtie. I called my boy Dad, and I, and I called my boy Dre Day. Shout out to Dre Day. See you in a couple weeks. And I was like, "Yo, man, y'all ain't gonna believe it. Pimp C is dead." And in this, it's just different, man. Number one, the fact that people they posted his murder on social media, Bruh. bro, that just <laughs> like it was just like, yo. And I'm not one of those people that's just saying like I ain't never seen no wild stuff on life. I didn't, you know, but posted his that man's murder on social media. And they just like, kept on reposting, yeah, reposting and, stuff like that. I wasn't even man. trying to see it. I'm just scrolling. Next thing I know, I'm seeing this man lose his life. Yeah. And, you know, you see that. And then I seen people posting Lauren London's response. You know, when she's in a hospital, people like recording her running in. And it's everything that goes along with it. And for me, and I'm going to be honest with our grown man and his family, I, I was in college. My uncle was murdered. And it took a lot out of me. He was murdered, was was shot outside his house, shot in the leg, shot in the back, and then shot in the back of the head, execution style. Had a closed casket funeral. It took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of rage and anger and hate that, that dwelled in me because I wanted to kill them niggas. So I'm going to be honest with you. Of course, I didn't because, right. you know, I didn't know who did it. And I had to, you know, rely on my faith to get me through that. And seeing Nipsey, like, lose his life like that for a dude that, Gave his all and was there, and, then, and I found out later the only reason he was there at his own store and that and that place that he owns that that property he owns that was because he was one of his a friend of his that just got out of jail. He needed some stuff, some help when he come home, get some clothes and stuff. So Nipsey left without right. his security. This is show love, and to see my man gunned down like that and people's responses. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt me, man. Like I, I can't even front. Like I was listening, and I and my homeboy Fife put me on a Nipsey when I when he used to work for me. I was like, yo, who's this cat Nipsey Hustle? When I first heard the name, I was like, I ain't feeling his name. That reminds me of Nipsey Russell. You know what I'm saying? I just because <laughs> you know, that, and so I was just like, all right, let's, let me check it out. So I think he put me on the Marathon or Crenshaw, one of the two first. I was like, oh, he rapping, rapping. I heard him, but you know, I hadn't really went out my way to listen. And it's not about the fact of the music Nipsey did. <laughs> I'm not saying Nipsey was my favorite rapper, but I really enjoy his music. I put Nipsey on that level, going through his discography like Big Crit. I really enjoy yeah. it. But to see somebody was giving back to his community, man, and showing so much love, and then like going back, thinking about it, we really putting his thoughts on my uncle being murdered. It, I mean, that hurt me to the core, man. And to see, and then, then see the lames come out. Like reposting that stuff and like this dude, I I, I noticed this one cat. He was like, "Oh, now I see a lot of Nipsey fans with like that stupid ass emoji." I'm like, "Yo, this man has lost his life, and you talking about some smug ass stuff?" It's like, I I, I right. want to smack the shit out of you. You got baby teeth in your mouth. Like it it pissed me <laughs> off, man. It's just like, yo, I knew you was a, like a somewhat of a lame, but there's nothing worse than when you knew somebody's. You think they okay, and then they show all they lame sucker like tendencies, man. It, yeah, man, just pissed me off. And, you know, I didn't get yeah, into like, the whole Dr. Sibby stuff or anything like that. Just to be honest yeah, that, with you, I just... That's, that, yeah, that's, that, is, that is an angle that is that is running uh, real heavy. You know that, what I'm saying? That, that ain't nothing like that, bro. That's <laughs> that, excuse me. Bless you. That's nigga shit. And I'm not using nigga. I'm using... That's hate. I mean, because the man went up there, shook his hand, got me, you know, I, I guess, the you know, I don't know what, got mad and came back and shot him. That ain't no... 
that ain't no damn uh, government conspiracy. He was just mad and hate. He probably said something you didn't want to hear, and you went back and shot him. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just this one affected me like this. To be honest, we couldn't do the show last week because I know Bowtie had some stuff going on. I had some stuff going on, and we didn't want to go two weeks without a show. But yeah. I just, you yeah, know, yeah, we, I, talked, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that before. It's like, yo, we got we to get this in, man. But this was this was rough, man. Like, I was – usually when it's like we're putting a show together, I can find, like, content and jokes and everything else to go through. But to see that young brother lose his – like, he's 33, man. Like – 33 years old, man. We, thir- we 37. And it's more, it's more than music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the part that it's, it, it's more than music. It's more than, you know, the, the entertainment industry bullshit and, you know, all, all of that superficial shit. Because that's what it is. This is superficial crap. But what that man really was, what he was doing with his family, with his wife, you know, his children, what that man was doing in his community, how he was trying to not only give back and, and promote his community, but trying to educate his community yeah. on how to do these things. Like, it's, it's more than all that bullshit that you see on TV and glamour and glitz and Hollywood and all that. I'm talking about the substance that this brother, this young brother was bringing to his community. That's the part that's just like, man, wow. Like, that's devastating because he was doing so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So much for for the community now. But he was doing so much to build that community for the future. Like you said, putting people on, putting people in situations for education, trying to, trying to educate people on how to you know, get that money and regain their neighborhood and own property and, you know, all of those type of things. Like, this brother was in the community trying to do that type of stuff, which is far more important than the bullshit you see on TV, and that's the devastating part right there. Because this young man is gone. The, the knowledge base that he has, the, the things that he's been through. Okay, people are like, oh, well, you know, he, he used to do this back in the day and do this and do that, blah, 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 it's karma, blah. Fuck all that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because an individual, an individual deserves the ability to try to make to change and make yeah. themselves better. Number one, but number two, I'm not saying you know one good deed outweighs a bad deed. But when you're trying to actively and visibly do so many good things, it's a shame and it's tragic for you to be to lose your life in the midst of doing all those things. So it's like Mike Jake said, this was a tough one. And I don't really don't get into a whole bunch of celebrity deaths and all that type of stuff. It's just kind of like, oh man, you know, I'm sorry that they lost their life. Uh, but it doesn't really typically affect me, both high fresh that way. And this one, this one kind of did, man. No, I, I can't even lie. It really this did. This one hurt, bro. Like this one was like, yo, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it 100 with people because I make a lot of jokes. I mean, usually when we do the thing, I'm more like whatever stuff is. My life has sucked, and I've always been like, if you know, you would never know. I, I just throw you a, you know, a joke or something like that, just keep people off of it. I was just sitting there, just listening on my way to work one day, and just like, not even like to the point of tears of this i'm sad you know what i mean it's like a sad eerie this one hurt because you mean you young man like about the age thing you giving back you doing what we want you know i give back in in ways i don't i don't don't have i don't have nipsey's resources but i give back the money i give i'm I'm specifically the money i want to do this the poe i'm at i'm helping to give back anybody i will try to help you this brother was going above and beyond because he easily could have been like, yo, I didn't made it out the hoods. I'm going to go open right. up a store and wherever and people, and I can price it even higher and higher and higher people and go on by my day and people want to come down just to, they'll be able to get the Crenshaw feeling without having to come to Crenshaw. Did all that type of stuff, man. And just to be killed like that. And I think the part yeah. that hurts the worst is like going back to my uncle. It's just like, you know, my uncle was killed, like just getting killed out of his, outside his mama house. And being laid there, and then seeing this animal, and I'm gonna call this man an animal. You shoot this man, he, you know, you know, he's gone. You kick him. What yeah. type of weirdo stuff is that? And I wasn't like going. I just had to be scrolling on my timeline. I see this. What yeah. type of? I mean, I just this one like Biggie and Pac was like. I love their music, but I was 14. You know, I ain't know nothing about being a man. I was still hell. I was still trying to figure it out or figuring out freshman year of high school. Right. But to see somebody in close to in our age lose their life who was giving back, the Pimp C one hurts. I feel like we arrived out of so much music because Pimp C went to jail. Nipsey thing hit me as a man. And I think this yeah. is like the first time, you know, I've heard I've had rappers, you know, people die. I was like, oh man, it sucks. But this one hurt. Like, I didn't want to do the show. 
I didn't want to get on here and it's like, you know, I didn't want to do, our, you know, just to do R.I.P. Nipsey. Like I probably did anything else. And I'll, you know, but this one hurt, man. And I'm still just kind of like, I was talking to my lady the other day. And like, every time we talk, like, yo, I'm still thinking about Nipsey. And I'm not one of those people that are like, I can't name every song off a Nipsey album. Like, I, it's not even about the music. I like it. Yeah. It's not, it's not yeah, yeah. It. It's more it's than that, man. It's about it's a brother losing his life, man. And it's always about brothers and sisters losing their life for dumb stuff. And this wasn't even like, oh, he was shooting and he shot back and dude just got hit. No, he didn't have no gun on him, nothing. I mean, this to be killed like an animal by somebody. It just, like, this was going to hurt for a while. Dude, and no one deserves that, but dude didn't deserve that at all, man. Yeah. This this one. And then and then you know to to take it even steps further, I've been seeing that what's what's his name? Uh, Chris Darden is now representing. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> some people calling him like a house nigga and all this stuff. You know, I understand he's an attorney. You know, my thing is kind of weird because Chris Darden, I don't even think is a criminal pro- is a criminal attorney. When I was reading, right. he does like white collar crime, like and and no and drug type things. So I, I I don't know, like, you know, he's a lawyer. That's his job. I mean, regardless if it was the pro- if he had a public defender, it was still somebody's job. I can't right. talk about the legal system in one way and then get mad at the other. You know, Chris Darn, you know, you know, whatever. You know, he, he got you know, he got beat by Johnny Cochran in the case of the chancery, you know. He just wasn't equipped like that. But yeah. It's just more than that, man. It's just the people retweeting that stuff, sending it out, and then this you just see, like, the. I think what hurts me more is just the lame that comes out of people, man. You know how, like, Mayo runs through Caucasians, the Infinity Stone, <laughs> right. the Infinity Stone <laughs> ran through, the gave Thanos the power. I seen this young brother who I know try to have a relationship to help this brother. And I to see him say something like, I was like, yo, you like such a lame with baby teeth in your mouth. And you're a grown ass man, and you're a sucker. Yeah. And once I yeah. see that, once I and folks who know Mike J, once I see the suck on you, and I'm not talking about street, I'm talking about suck as a man and character. I don't want nothing to do with you. Like I can never talk to you again in my life and be good. And I saw that out there, young man, and it's so yeah. disappointing. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, this one was tough, man. So I, I, you know, I'm glad we did the show. It always helps, you know, what I'm going through. You know, like the bow time, I was talking about some different things we're going through in our personal lives. All right. But the Nipsey stuff, man, it's just—it's like a punch that I haven't got over yet. And it just and like, it don't take a minute, man. Yeah, this was a, this was a rough one. <laughs> this is this is a rough one, like, and it is for me. It is linked when you've lost somebody to murder, and especially at least on my case, my uncle was unsolved. And to see this, it always goes back to this a, a part of pain that I don't want to ever revisit again. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, from from Mike J. I'm dedicating, you know, I can ne- I will never speak for you, but I'm dedicating my part of the Grown Managed Podcast episode to Nipsey, man. Oh, absolutely. And, I, I, def- I definitely will be doing the same to not, not only Nipsey, but to, to, to Lauren London and the yeah. rest of their family. You know, the, the, his, his, his brother. Family. Everyone always his, has family yeah. and friends and that. No, I dedicate this part, of, dedicate the most fresh part to the family, man, his people, man. So. I've been I've been I've been going through the catalog and and Nipsey can rap rap so I'm always I'm like a rap rap so even if you write some game he can rap rap so I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss more of him him like his interviews and him like giving back to the community giving game to any, than anything else in music we I got the music I can always go back to it but uh yeah man so it's, that's some hurt, but also, man, I read, and this is the last thing uh, I was reading. His uh, his brother was on Good Morning America. He told me he got the call, and he said his brother was like, you know, he said Nipsey was still breathing. He was like going through how he was doing CPR and everything, and you know, and he said he didn't realize his brother got shot in the head until they put him on the gurney, and he seen like the you know the bullet hole. And he just got the guy shot Nipsey in the back of the head, or maybe that's where the bullet went through. I don't know. Damn. But. I don't know, but uh, Bowtie, man, give us give us something to close us out, man. Yeah, man, so just, just to close everybody out on something positive for the week, uh, but from the positive word from Bowtie Fresh is manifest what you expect, reflect on what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you aspire. I'm just going to let that, let, let that sizzle. I'm not going to go into any explanations for it or whatnot, but just let that sizzle on you for a minute and, and you know, reflect on 
reflect on that word and, and hopefully it can, you know, lead you into some positive stuff for the week. Yeah, for me, man, it's just, if you got your people, man, it's just, it's just always know that you, you know, let them know you love them, man, because life is short. And, you know, people in my life, you know, I hope y'all know I got love for y'all. And, you know, I ain't the, the type of person that's going to give you a, a poem about it and say all that type of stuff. But, but my family, you know what I'm saying? My niggas, you know, I got love for y'all. And I and y'all could judge me oh, by God. saying niggas, but it's whatever. That's just how I'm expressing myself. But, uh, man, it's just, that's it, man. So y'all hold your heads, man, and, you know, rock with us. Appreciate everything. I know this ain't the typical, like, joke, joke, joke all the time like we usually are and try to entertain right, right. and give you pl- politics and stuff, but. This one, you know, I feel like we should be able to show vulnerability as as black men and as grown man ish. So, yeah. So, uh, appreciate exactly. that's part of, part of being part of being a grown man right there is is, is having spending the gauntlet. You yeah, know, so. you you got you got emotions of all kinds. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you got you got a part of being a grown man is dealing with that tough stuff. You know, everything and always good. And you know, unicorns and confetti and all that type of stuff. You got to make difficult decisions and and. and work through difficult things in life. This is just one of them, man. So, you know, shout out to everybody who, who continues to rock with us and, and, and support the Grown Man-ish podcast and promote the Grown Man-ish podcast. And we still going to kick it. We're going to be kicking it tough. And we're going to kick it with y'all next week when we record. So, you know, I know y'all be looking forward to it, and we'll see y'all then. All right, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Love all y'all been holding us down, man. And I we catch y'all next week. No doubt. Peace. <laughs>